SAFM leading the conversation. The viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. 4 billion US dollars. That is what VC investment in uh, Africa amounted to in 2021. 4 billion US dollars in VC funding in Africa. That's a lot of money. Nathaniel Vidboy, who's getting the bulk of that money? Who's getting the bulk of that money? Well, definitely, if we're talking about sector, it would be fintech. If you're talking about location, I would say it's round about West Africa and Nigeria. Well, where does where how, how much funding has South Africa in particular, or maybe let's speak broadly, Southern Africa attracted? Oof, the funding in Southern Africa. Well, if I have to give an indication, it's definitely not the bulk of it. Um, sorry, I don't have I don't have those 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 specific numbers in yeah. front of you for Southern Africa because like I've, I've kind of just prepared broadly. Yeah. Um, to take a look at the deal sizes and you know just because. For me, it's like I'm so tired of this like competition that we always put between West Africa, Southern Africa, East Africa, North Africa, where we should rather be focusing on it's like how do we bring more investments into all of the sectors, yeah. into all of the startups in Africa as a whole. Yeah, yeah, that that is actually a very very interesting perspective. Um, from that four billion US dollars, I mean, it's 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 an incredible amount of money. Christoph, um, this has been the best possible year to be a be- a tech startup in 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 Africa. Um, it can only get better from here going forward. Am I right, or is is there a downturn? Hi, and thanks for having us. Um, yeah, well, you know, twenty twenty one was an amazing year. Uh, there was a bit of a downturn in the previous year due to the pandemics when the investment in Africa and tech actually went down uh, when it was around 1.4 billion in 2020. Um, we, we have 4.3 billion in, in 2021, and that's largely due, due to the return of large mega deal in the yeah. ecosystem. So the ecosystem, going back to your previous question, um, you, we have four ecosystems that take a commanding lead. So out of these four billion, about 75% go to four countries. Yeah. And these are Nigeria, Egypt, South Africa, and Kenya. Um, South Africa actually has about 20% share of the global investment, which is uh, great. Uh, we used to be number one, though. So you know, one of the reasons we're trying to get this startup act going is to uh, take again the leadership yeah. in terms of investment attractiveness on the continent. Yeah. But the bulk of these four billion still goes to a small number of large startups, very successful startups, the likes of Yoko, On Our Shores, or Flutterwave in Nigeria, that attract a lot of money, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, there was recently another deal in Cape Town for fifteen million dollars on Ozo a well-known, well-known brand in South Africa. Uh, this is where the bulk of the money goes. 90% of those 4.3 billion goes to um, what we call, you know, uh, growth uh, deals. Um, yeah. But actually, where we need the most money is not there. We would need much more money at the seed stage. Yes, I was about to ask. Of the ecosystem. Yeah, I was about to ask, how much of this money is early stage funding? Um, because Yoko doesn't sound like to me like a Series A or a seed stage company. It sounds like it's a Series Definitely, B yeah. or C company at best, you know. Um, um, you know, uh, it, it seems to me that to be a successful startup in Africa, you need to have gone through several smaller cycles of, of fundraising before you can get the big bucks. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's like an inverted pyramid, right? So uh, the early stage startups raise very uh, little amount of money. So when you start a business, you'll raise $10,000, $50,000, usually from friends, what we call love money, or early stage and angel investors. We have a few in, in South Africa, in Cape Town and Johannesburg mm-hmm. in particular. Um, then when you grow your company, you need more and more capital to fuel that growth. And yeah. that's when you get into talking to VC firms, early stage uh, to very, very uh, late stage VC firms, most of them being in the U.S. at the moment. So these these rounds, as we call them, increase as you pass those hurdles of growth of your company. Now, uh, the engine of um, what we call the, the, the startup economy is really about raising incremental amount of money as you are scaling your businesses. If you run out of money to fuel the tank of a business you, you, you're trying to scale, you, you're basically going to stall. So it's absolutely essential to create the future jobs in our economy and the future companies that will employ thousands or, or tens of thousands of um, South Africans. Let's think back in the days of when Amazon started in the U.S., right? Uh, that was like 25 years ago. Uh, and look at how many people they employ now. Yeah. So we really have to think that in 10, 15, 20 years' time, the bulk of our economy in South Africa will be, will be digital. We will no longer be uh, manufacturing or, or mining sector. We will have to to have uh, competing companies in that stage, and for that we need to attract capital. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of it, um, you know, in our ecosystem. Uh, uh, Nathaniel, what's the average deal size? The average deal size. So when you take the average deal size, I would say like for seed. Um, well, can I can I give you a bit of a, a comparative analysis? Yeah, yeah, sure. One? Between 2015 and 2021, so seed average deal size ranged between like the ask was between 800. 800 USD. Now in 2021, it's about 1 million USD. Then for Series A, the average was in 2015 was 3.8 million was the ask. And then now it's about 9 million. It's kind of become normalized. Like you can see how aggressively we're scaling for asking for 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 cash in every stage. So then for Series B, the initial ask was 25 million in 2015. Oh, so is this $25 million dollars or rands? 25 million USD. Oh wow! So yeah, that, that's all in dollars, right? So, so in a nutshell, in seed stage, you count in tens, or hundreds of thousands. In Series A, you're in the million, and in Series B and growth, you're in the, in the tens, tens of, of millions. millions. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's that's <laughs> interesting. And and um, I, I just want to go back to an earlier point you made there, Nathaniel, that fintech seems to be att- att- attracting a lot of the money. You guys just come from West Africa, where you hosted the Africa Arena Summit over there. Uh, you already hosted the Joburg Leg about a month or six weeks ago or so. Um, the bulk of the submissions and, 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 and startups that come into the space, are they in the fintech space or is it as diverse as, uh, as, as, as our problems are? Well, strangely enough, like from the applications that we received for West Africa, there wasn't a majority of fintech startups who have applied. I mean, there's, there's, there's this big push for digitalization because, I mean, most of, most of the startups from upcoming sectors are all, you know, they're all emerging. So within business, commerce, health, education, logistics, agriculture, every single one of these sectors is still seen within the seed stage when it comes to ticketing and then also coming to, you know, raising funding within these sectors. So for me, it's like based on applications, we're seeing a big growth in health tech, a big growth in logistics, clean tech, climate tech. So these are these are emerging markets that are actually yeah. sectors that are actually starting to come to the forefront of the African continent. Yeah. So it's very exciting to see where, where we're going to go in the next five years. 
Um, uh, Christoph, does does the, the the obviously the amount of money that VC spend in Africa is is increasing, and that's a really good thing. But is the African VC pool itself expanding? That's to say. African investors in Africa investing in African startups, or is the bulk of the money still coming from uh, Europe and, and America? So 90% of the funding into Africa, 90%, 90% comes from outside of Africa. And, uh, you know, the reason for that is we have an underdeveloped uh, VC sector uh, on the continent. Uh, the good news, however, is that it's growing. So we see uh, an increasingly dynamic number of uh, African-based VC firms. If you look at South Africa, uh, the likes of Launch Africa Ventures, they've done 100 deals. So they're the most dynamic investor on the continent. They're based in Cape Town with a team that is quite distributed, but the lead partner, Zach George, is based in Cape Town and has done a lot of deals and fantastic deals in the early stage and is based in Cape Town. You have 40i, Knife Capital, Southern Capital, and several others that are based uh, in South Africa. The good news is that they've been raising themselves capital from uh, uh, LP investors, which mostly are located outside of Africa. What's, what's LP, so uh, uh, LP, Christoph? LP are the investors that are investing in investors. So you have to understand this is kind of the Russian doll, right? Yeah. So a, a VC firm itself has investor that invests in the VC firm ah, that has okay. turned the capital. And so for a South African VC firm, the, the name of the game for them is to go and raise capital from local investors and, and global investors. Most of it comes from outside of Africa investors, but they've made a lot of success. So Launch Africa Venture, for example, has over 100 LPs, investors in the fund, and most of them are from outside of Africa. If you look at it from a global perspective, it simply means that there's more capital coming onto the continent, which is, I think, a vote of confidence of where the continent is going right. and where its tech sector is going. So this is... This is great news, and we need the whole thing to work together, you know. Uh, the same has happened in Nigeria, where we were, you know, uh, last week we were in West Africa. There's a booming uh, activity there. Nigeria is the, is the number one ecosystem. There's many local, uh, very dynamic VC firms developing there, uh, and fantastic fintech sector, which is, as you said, uh, Oliver, is over 50% of the money goes in fintech. But as Nathaniel mentioned, what we've seen is increasingly... Uh, money going in agri-tech and health tech and, and other sectors, yeah. which is really great. So we see diversification of the portfolio. Yeah. 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial. Do you have a question or a comment about the state of Africa, uh, the state of tech in Africa as we unpack some of the insights in the report, but also talk about uh, the performance of, of, of the industry and, 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 you know, really just about what the various components of the ecosystem is. The number again is 011 Six. What does it take to start up a successful tech startup in Africa? That may be the question you should have or do have top of mind. Again, that number is 011-714-2006. Nathaniel, on the other side of this, I want to ask you about what it takes to build a successful ecosystem. Money, of course, is a big com component, right? We have to pump money into these startups. But what else other than money does it take uh, to build a successful environment, uh, an environment for startups to be successful? That's the question on the other side of this break. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. 
It is 18 minutes to the top of the hour. You are listening to the Monday edition of The Viewpoint. My name is Oliver Dixon, and we're discussing the State of Tech Report 2022. Um, And in this report, there are some interesting insights about uh, market activity um, in the tech startup environment across the continent. Um, And those insights can help us drive decision-making, can help us drive strategy, can help us drive resources and direct those resources, um, and know where to support and where additional support is needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathaniel Vidboy, who's the ecosystem lead at Africa Arena, is on the line with me along with the CEO of Africa Arena, Christoph Vanau. Uh, uh, Nathaniel, what, what does it take other than money um, for an environment to be conducive for startups to thrive? Well, Oliver, have you ever heard the, the statement, it takes a community to raise a child, right? Yeah. So, so for me, it's like I think the most important thing when it comes to an ecosystem is actually getting an ecosystem to function. So, for 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 us, is there's a there's a clear metaphysical line from early stage investment straight through to growth, you know, scale up. So, so the idea that we're also trying to do with Africa Arena is also create a pipeline where we create this funnel, you know, getting VCs, getting startups to to get into a room together to create deal flow, but also to create a a physical line from early stage investment that then pre-qualifies people into the next stage. So in other words, you know, like once I'm done there, you know, I've done I've done my my building my traction, I've done my POC, what's the next step? So usually startups kind of just stand there with their with their hands there being like, okay, cool, I've, I've reached this stage in my in my in my startup journey. Where do I go to next? Do I go to incubation? Do I go to acceleration? So it's about creating a clear pipeline for startups to journey on their adventure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting the community and the ecosystem to play together to be like, you know, I'm going to take charge of this sector, of this community, of these stage of startups, and then moving them along the pipeline so that every person gets a start a stage within the development of every single startup that's going through the African continent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christoph, it's important to think of the ecosystem at a micro level, but equally important to think of it at a macro level. And here it's about what institutions, uh, governments, um, businesses all need to do to contribute to a conducive startup. And in South Africa, there's a push for a startup act to be enacted. President Ramaphosa in his last uh, State of the Nation address intimated about something towards it, but nothing concrete on the table. What is the startup act and what does it look to achieve? Yeah, so it starts with enablement, right? What, what the government needs to focus on is enable the entrepreneurs to do what they do best, which is to create and grow businesses and create jobs. And actually not stand in the way of that, trying to make it easy for them, removing the red tape and all the little obstacles uh, that are all over in terms of admin and, and regulation. So we, we have in South Africa, and it's true, it's the case for many other African countries, we, we're not alone in this, uh, many sort of obsolete regulation around capital movements and IP, you know, intellectual property, and, and, and that is just uh, in the way of entrepreneurs to create fast-growing companies. So uh, amongst the objective of, of a startup plan, if we call that at a macro level, uh, there is a regulation piece. Uh, we call Startup Act, uh, which is really about removing all these obstacles and simplifying, for example, the way that you can bring money in and bring money out of the country, um, the way that you can you know, work in terms of attracting, attracting skills from overseas if you need them to. So you need to be attracting talent when you create a tech company. 
without you know any uh, any, any too many obstacles uh, and many other other elements around you know uh, around the intellectual property. You know, if you don't do that, what the entrepreneurs do and investors do, they work around it. Net effect, yeah. they go and create the company somewhere else. And we've seen that brain drain or entrepreneurs, you know, taking their companies and um, putting them in Delaware and in the U.S. So actually, it's, it's quite ironical that more than half of the startup economy in Africa is actually uh, headquartered in Delaware and in the United States. Why? Because this is a much easier environment in terms of regulation to operate from. Now, it's not a, a de facto element that is forever there. If we modernize our, our regulation we can compete with that uh, and that's really one of the purposes behind the startup act is to yeah. put south africa on par with the most modern economy then there are other elements in the startup plan which is you know around investment and, and, and other things like that which you know you can find on the website startupact.org uh, you'll find lots of information there join the movement yeah thank you so much for that christoph really 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 do appreciate it nathaniel thank you so much for your time as well this evening um taking a look into uh that state of tech in africa report 2022 uh nathaniel before i let you go there is another summit coming up for startups that are interested in participating um in in in, in the next summit uh what are the details so before before the summit we are we are still going to be heading to to kenya and also to tunisia so eastern and north africa Dates are still going to be confirmed. I'm not sure, Christoph, if there are confirmed dates. Christoph, are those dates confirmed for East Africa and North Africa? So we've done South Africa, Johannesburg, um, West Africa, Dakar. Uh, the next event we're organizing is in Paris. So we're taking the best startups that we had last year at the summit to Paris. There'll be 25 of them pitching at Station F, the biggest startup campus in the world, on the 14th of of June. If you're interested, just uh, log on africana.com and you'll find the details there. And then we have summit in Kenya in September and in, in, in North Africa in Tunisia at the end of August. And we finish with the grand final um, in Cape Town early November. So if you're interested in, in engaging with startups, if you're an investor, if you're a corporate and you want to work on innovation with innovative startups, join us. Thank you so much for your time, Christoph, as well as Nathaniel from Africa Reunit. Really, really do appreciate it. And that brings us to the end of the show. From myself, Lisiko and Tavi Seng and Phineas, thank you so much for your company. It's been an honor being in your company again this evening. Up next, it's time for your book reading.